Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of an organization called Million Kids. Not one million, not a million, just simply millionkids.org. We're a local organization, although we work across the nation. Uh, we are founded right here in Riverside, and we started about 2008 uh, working overseas with human trafficking. In 2010, we began to work with the Riverside County uh, Sheriff Department and the Riverside County Human Trafficking Task Force. So this show is all about how to keep our kids safe from predators. And it's also about uh, things like social media exploitation, child pornography, which is often called CSAM, child sexual abuse materials. Uh, we also talk about labor and sex trafficking and the dark web and bulletproof hosting and uh, smuggling. Smuggling is a big deal these days that we're talking about and um, like that. So today, though, I really just kind of want to speak from the heart. Uh, I titled the uh, program Teaching Your Child to Live in an Unfair World because I'm feeling like the world is becoming more unfair every day. And uh, that's a challenge. That's a challenge for our kids, okay? So before I get started, though, I want to just share a little bit about my week with you because I had just a, an extraordinary experience this week. I always get a chance to go out and speak to the public, and I train in schools, and I train law enforcement. I am a post-certified law enforcement instructor, so I do um, training of law enforcement. For instance, I'm a professor over at USC and like that, and of course work with uh, the local law enforcement here in the Inland Empire. But this last week, I had the opportunity to spend the whole week at the Pasadena Convention Center, and uh, we conducted trainings. I never conducted so many trainings in a short period of time in my life. I was doing two-hour trainings, and I did about nine of them back-to-back. And I'll tell you, I had no feeling left of my feet by the time I was through. But uh, what was happening is Los Angeles County brought in their fire departments. And uh, of course, fire departments work different shifts. So I had to work different shifts. And uh, they also brought in their EMS and EMT people and all their emergency room personnel uh, on a rotating basis from the various hospitals in L.A. County. And this was done at the Pasadena Convention Center with and starting, of course, with Pasadena Fire Department. I also uh, had the opportunity to meet a lot of people that work within hospitals and emergencies. And, you know, sometimes I watch too much news and I see all that's going on out there and I get discouraged. Uh, I think, you know, what a heck of a mess our world is in. And uh, it was nothing like I grew up in. And uh, the whole idea of basic values and doing what's right and uh, telling the truth and, you know, being all that you can be and having leadership that you could trust and look up to and have examples of the kind of adults that we want our children to be and with all of that in mind. And it seems like to me, the farther we go, the farther away we, we get from those kinds of issues. But having spent a week with uh, first responders is what we call them, all over Los Angeles County, I wanna tell you that, you know, it's, um, it's heartwarming 
what an amazing group of men and women that are serving over there. Now, Los Angeles County is known for being extremely liberal in their justice system over there with their DA and and like that. And they've got lots of different kinds of problems. But I'll tell you what they don't have. They don't have a problem with people that are out there on the front line that are looking to save your lives. These were some of the salt of the earth people, smart, dedicated, uh, you know, uh, educated, committed to wanting to make a difference in somebody's life. And uh, it was it was just um, heartwarming to be with such fine individuals. When I turn on the evening news at night, I think, you know, what we're seeing in the name of leadership, regardless of which side of the aisle you're on, is not indicative of the kind of leadership that is actually in our communities with our people. You know, this last uh, week or so, they had uh, three helicopter pilots that were lost in uh, fire helicopters, and their helicopters crashed. And uh, they just look like incredible folks that we lost there. And I I, um, I have some good friends of mine that if you follow us on Me and Kids, you know that that uh, he was a chaplain for many, many years. And uh, he and his wife lost their home in a fire down in Escondido about two and a half months ago. Her funeral is coming up this week. She, uh, 89 years old and passed away in the fire. He lived through the fire. But here is a man who's been a, a police uh, chaplain a military chaplain, a, a church pastor, um, chaplain to several. As he got older, he was a chaplain to um, the the uh, convalescent homes where people desperately need somebody to care for them and hear them out and let them share their fears and their hopes and their dreams. Uh, this is uh, Reverend Richard Hulls and Marsha Hulls. And they were in a fire. They the fire. They believe it started with a charger in their uh, in their uh, rocker recliners. So check your chargers, folks. But it came out at two in the morning. Went up to the attic. Everything is lost. They were eighty nine years old. She's gone. Uh, his lungs were burned. His throat was burned. He was in a coma for over a month. But he is coming out of it, and uh, he is going to be able to attend his wife's funeral, as I am, of course. But I, I see people like that who, you know, they're not the president, they're not the was president, they're not the, um, you know, the governors of anything. They are the salt of the earth people that make our society run. And uh, when I was over there training the fire departments, many, many cases, many, many hours standing there training, they could not get enough of it. It was like, yeah, we see this. Yes, we see this also. What does this mean when we see this? How do we help someone if they're in trouble? How can we know if a person's being trafficked, uh, whether they're an undocumented person uh, and they are very trafficked people for what it's worth, whether they're uh, being you know, uh, blackmailed by some coyote that wants more money, whether it's a young 15-year-old girl that got out there thinking she'd have a boyfriend and the next thing you know, she's out on the street, um, you know, in commercial sex. They wanted to hear it and they wanted to hear it in such a way they could make a difference. And I just wanted to bring that up and, and use up your time, if you don't mind, on a Saturday afternoon 
to let you know there are people out there. They're unsung heroes. You don't always see them, but they are, you know, putting their lives on the line. They're doing a different kinds of schedule, especially those emergency room nurses, and they're both male and female, and they see it all. They were telling us, uh, especially over there in uh, downtown LA at some of those hospitals over there, they see it all of people being brought in, and they're appalled at the number of homeless people that are out there that are on drugs, that are being taken advantage of, that have nowhere to go, and many of them uh, mentally uh, challenged and, you know, not able to function. And they, they just look at me and say, you know, we don't always have the answers. We don't know what to do with some of these people because our society is not structured in a way that can really uh, make a difference in that kind of thing. But what I saw was both men and women who are just incredibly fine people willing to do the odd hours, willing to go the extra mile to at, at an emergency center at um, in uh, fire kinds of environments and uh, EMTs and ambulance people that go out and uh, see people on the street. And for everything that you see as you drive up and down the streets of Los Angeles and, uh, you know, Pasadena and quite frankly, Riverside and San Bernardino, you see things that we didn't see five years ago or 10 years ago. Uh, our society's approach to problem solving of our society is uh, obviously not working, uh, but they keep throwing more money at it, telling us it's going to work. And the bottom line, this is people trying to help people, people who maybe aren't able to help themselves. And uh, they're still out there and they're still good people. And I just... Uh, I'll tell you, I, I came out of there humbled. I, it was my pleasure to train them. I thought I was going to die, quite frankly, after almost uh, 20 hours of standing on my feet over there. But uh, anyway, it was worth it to do it, to make sure the people understand the crime and know how to intervene. Well, my name is Opal Singleton. This is uh, brought to you by Million Kids. We are up against that break, folks. So I'm going to ask you to stay with us. We're going to talk about how to teach your child to live in an unfair world. Be right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini, bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590 The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of 
millionkids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one of a kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Rhymes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton, and thank you for letting me share what an incredible week I had last week training first responders out of LA County was just amazing over there at the Pasadena Convention Center with the sponsored by the Pasadena Fire Department, but they invited in everybody else. And so it was really something uh, as long as I live to tell about it. Well, folks, I don't know about you, but I am very, very concerned about what's going on in our world today, in our society. It feels like to me, Everything is upside down. Now, keep in mind, this particular show is pre-recorded. It's not live. And uh, we've just kind of come through the time where they're uh, indicting Trump for the fourth time and, you know, celebrating and running around like they've actually done something wonderful. In the meantime, you know, you're seeing the other side of the administration negotiating for what apparently is millions of dollars uh, from America's enemies that have apparently resulted in uh, some sort of benefit to the current administration. And you hear all of this, and you know that you're not hearing all of it. You're not hearing all of it on Trump. You're not hearing all of it on Biden. You can switch to this channel or that channel. Um, You know, everybody's got their slant. And then, of course, some channels don't report half of it and like that. This is very difficult for me personally because I'm known for my research. And for the last 12 years, I have been researching crimes, you know, uh, child sex crimes, adult sex crimes, um, in the hopes of being able to teach our kids to live in a way that they can protect themselves. And so because of that, I have I do research that comes out of the UK and Uh, Even out of the UAE and out of Israel and out of China and Japan, I get all kinds of input all over the world. And I can tell you that what is reported here in the U.S. is minuscule compared to what is going on outside the U.S. And so you're going to believe however you believe based on who you're listening to, I believe. But what I do know is regardless of who you're listening to, there's all kinds of allegations going on up there against 
our president, our, our, you know, this administration, our previous president. And, you know, we even see it right here in California with, with a current governor. And I, you know, it just saddens me. It really saddens me because social media is at the heart of all this to craft a message you know, um, use certain terms without saying anything at all is a gift. And uh, that's why many of those politicians are paid big money because they use uh, uh, words that mean absolutely nothing and it sounded like a whole sentence to you and I. But I see this and I think, how do we ever teach our children to live in an unfair world? You know, I, I remember when it, you could look up to leaders and you could say to yourself, you know, uh, you can be all you want to be. You know, you can go anywhere, you can do anything, um, you know, but you have to, you know, follow the rules. If you start breaking all the rules, then you're going to pay a price. And I still believe that to be true. Maybe I'm a little Pollyanna, but that's how I was raised, you know, that when you break rules, sooner or later, it will get you. And I've, I was taught at a very young age that the decisions you make form your character. They form who you are. It's not necessarily the decisions you make in the public. It's those decisions you make in private that if you start taking shortcuts, each one of those will chink into your armor of character, and pretty soon you have none. So it's really what you do when no one's looking that makes you the character you are. And I, I'm belaboring this point because I think that, and and maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm more than willing to hear that I'm wrong. You can write to me at opal o p a l at millionkids.org. But I I believe when we started into video gaming, you really saw this kind of take away. I'm not against video games. They have good, uh, you know, reasons to, for our kids and like that. But many video games are like anything else. Some of them are healthy and some of them are not. But because parents don't play video games, they are often uh, oblivious. They're, they're uninformed about what is going on in a video game. And many of these video games have been chinking away chinking is that a good word chinking anyway at the armor of integrity uh, as you play the video game it's okay it's okay to take chances it's okay to do what's wrong forgive me here shut this off it's okay to do what's wrong if you win if you got you know it's okay to break the rules as long as you win and all of these games are all about, you know, taking advantage of each other morally and sexually, uh, joining with friends and outsmarting the other guy, and regardless of what's right or what's wrong. And I, I look at that and I think to myself, we're teaching our children that it is okay to, um, you know, have no moral values if you win. I also think that our society is teaching our children that, uh, you know, you have to obey all the rules, but some rules you don't have to obey. And that, that I think, is another shortcut that is wearing away at our society. I say that because a lot of what I trained on this week was, you know, the issues with all the smuggling coming in. 
You know, I don't know if people understand this. First of all, I know a lot of undocumented people. I'm not against the people. They're lovely people. They're hardworking people. They're honest people. And they're good people. And they would get the documentation if we could make a way to do so that they didn't feel like they were going to be taken away. But having said that, the very nature when a state, whether it's our state or any state in the U.S., when the highest level of our state says, now you have to obey all the rules that I say you have to obey, but I'm going to give you some of the federal rules that you don't have to obey. And that is what has happened. When you get a sanctuary state, you're really having one person at the top or the legislature say, well, I don't care what the federal rules are. We're going to tell the people they don't really have to bother with that rule. And once you start breaking down the rules and telling people they have to obey most of them, but not all of them, then that is a real problem. Because how do you teach a child? Well, you know, I'm going to tell you which rules to obey and which ones aren't. And the ones that are that you don't have to, you just take my word for it. You know, this is not working out well for our society. For instance, we have now literally almost 8 million people that have crossed this border within the last three years. We don't know who those people are. I'm probably sure that probably 6.5 million of them are nice guys or girls. And we don't know that because we don't know anything about them when they're coming in. We have said, you don't have to follow this law but you have to follow these other laws. In fact, I often wonder how Homeland Security can figure out who to deport because you're telling them, well, if you came in without documentation, that's okay. But if you commit a crime in your previous country, then we have to enforce that crime here and deport you. And if you commit a crime here, we'll deport you. But we're not going to deport you because you committed this crime. And it gets, uh, when it, you know, it gets to be gobbledygook you know, quite frankly, out there, because you're you're trying to teach your children that the way that you fix your society is you change the rules, but you follow the rules that are there until you can get them changed. And yet there seems to be a major portion, at least in the last few years, that have said, no, we will tell you which federal laws you have to obey and which ones you can overlook. The problem with it is that creates an underground economy right here in our, our society. As I train people that are going out on emergency, I share with them, just because people are here from a foreign country does not make them safe just because they got on our soil. Because what we know is that in order to get here, they paid a cartel money. They paid coyotes money. And you don't see busloads of coyotes going home. What you do see is them integrating into our society and continuing to exploit the people who got here. And that is why you see out there selling flowers and other things that are going on. Now they can sell sex because we made it so that law enforcement cannot intervene if you're lorching for the purpose of selling street prostitution. Doesn't say if you're lorching to solicit for buying or selling. And so now we've overlooked that particular law. So how is anybody going to be able to protect somebody that is out there selling sex? 
Yeah, you might be able to protect them from the police, but you're not protecting them from their pimp. Trust me. This is Opal. We are up against that break. Be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton with Million Kids. I so much appreciate each and every one of you that follow us, that get involved with us, uh, that support our work. Uh, I will give you a little heads up that uh, I am about to take a much needed vacation, but we have some great shows for you. But uh, yes, I am long overdue and this is heavy, heavy work. I choose to do the work. I've done it for about 15 years now, but it is time for me to take a little bit of time off and enjoy my husband and, and go and see another country, which I'm going to do and uh, like that. So I will be back. I'll be watching uh, my email and like that uh, periodically, but I do have people that are uh, helping us out and like that. So we're talking about teaching your child to live in an unfair world. I was thinking about that because there's this new thing that's coming out, you know, called uh, deep fakes. And uh, it basically is AI and you hear AI on everything. AI is artificial intelligence, but it's basically, they know everything about you and they, they uh, can create, you know, basically a, a duplication of who you are and uh, go out and represent you to be somebody that you're not. And I share that with you because we're talking about living in an unfair world and you sit with your child and you try to share with them that, you know, that, that moral values are something that is inherent to their success, inherent to their character. And yet they, if they go online, there's this new thing now I have a case right here that'll be posted, by the way, I hope you follow me and kids, uh, meandkids.org, not .com. Go to our Facebook, 
Uh, we even have a private Facebook page called Million Kids Supporters, where I train the trainer. Uh, you can uh, ask to belong to that too. So this is where we talk about new technologies. And the reason I, I think this is so important is because we're we're talking to kids about doing what's right. And yet when they go online, they're going to be taken advantage of. And here is how. These are called deep fakes. So here's a case. Uh, I don't know what country this place was in. New York, Okay. And uh, he was a sex offender. He'd already been arrested several times for child pornography in this case. Then he said he created by photoshopping the faces of children onto nude adult bodies engaged in sexually explicit conduct. Okay, let's try this again. You can tell I'm rusty. Here we go. Photoshopping the faces of children onto nude adult bodies engaged in sexually explicit conduct. This process is known as morphing. We also call it deep fakes. In this case, he had already been arrested way back in 2009 for engaging in similar conduct, uh, but somehow he thought the technology had advanced so that he apparently thought he was going to get caught in this case. So he admitted that he uh, also did this in 2020. He put the faces of kids onto uh, pictures of nude adults, uh, and then he began to blackmail them. So just imagine if that's your child, you know, you're telling your child, don't be sending those things out there now, you know, and then suddenly this photo shows up at your kid's school and he or she is being blackmailed all over and everybody's laughing at them and putting them down and shaming them. And the kid is trying to say, wait a minute, that's not me. Okay. It's my head. But that isn't my body, and I didn't do that, and nobody is going to be willing to listen to this. So what happened? He pled guilty eventually on this thing. So he superimposed images of adult women also having sex. So he took the kids. He took six minor girls' photos. Now he's just getting the head, perfectly innocent photo, and he's Photoshopping that on to an adult photo, a photo of an adult having sex. And then he began to go out again and blackmail these girls. So we say to the kid who now is in deep trouble, they can't go to school, they're embarrassed, they don't know uh, what to say, they don't know how to defend themselves. They have been abused in an unfair world. But the truth is, it's an unfair world. And the further we go on social media, the more I am absolutely convinced that we must teach our children to protect themselves because it is going to be an unfair world. As AI is out there and all of your images are out there, this is taking place all over the world. Let me give you another one that is highly, highly unfair. I wrote this out. I, I took this out. I was so offended. I talked about it a couple months back. We saw a video, a video of about 50 teenagers over at 7-Eleven in LA, and they went in and they ransacked a uh, a uh, convenience store, 7-Eleven, I think it was. Everybody watched. The guy who was actually had the legitimate job running it was hiding in the bathroom because when 50 mob characters come at you, 
and you know that they're going to take over your store, you better hide to protect yourself. Now, these are justified by our kids because they say, well, you know, really, it was just kind of fun, you know, because we had a mob thing where everybody was told to meet at this place and do this thing. And it's just really like having fun. And, you know, okay, I only took some Twinkies, mom. It wasn't all that big a deal. No, you did. You went in, you were a mob, you cleaned out a, a business, you threatened a young man who was trying to earn a good living. And in the meantime, everybody says, well, it was just kind of a social media thing. And I say to myself, where do we draw the line? At what point do we come back in this kind of thing? Here's another one uh, that I uh, use to train the fire departments with. Migrants forced into retail theft to pay back their coyote. This is organized retail theft. This is uh, uh, people from the money laundering uh, business talking in this. And what is happening here is they bring together all of these unaccompanied uh, people that are undocumented, not necessarily minors, and they organize theft groups and they get these young people that cross the border without documentation to go into places like Target and Home Depot and Lowe's and steal, steal high-end product. And that theft then is turned over to what is called a booster. The boosters do the sealing. The cleaners then clean it up so it looks like somebody paid for it. And then they have the launders who then sell it off. And this is how our um, undocumented people are paying back their coyote is doing this by going in to organize retail crime. And you're saying to yourself, well, you know, they owe the money, they're in desperate world, uh, they have to do something, you can sell a lot of flowers, but if you go owe somebody $6,000, that's a whole lot of flowers on a street corner. So this is a faster way to pay it back, except it's not fair for the rest of us that live a fair life that want to pay an honest price and work for a living and pay that money back and buy our things and help other people. So again, it is once you broke the first rule that says that people can come in without documentation and then you get it into where, well, it's okay for them to commit some crimes because they have to pay back so that they're safe. You know, you're, you as a society is admitting that if they're here, they're not necessarily safe. Now, one more time, I'm going to tell you this. I know many people that are not documented, and most of the people are fair people who want to do the right thing and do follow the rules and do pay their bills and do what it takes to pay back. But when you turn off all the rules to your society by allowing in people that you have no idea who they are. And then you have a government that says, I'll tell you which rules you have to follow and which ones you don't. And so then you reconstruct your society around accommodating people that break lots of rules. At what point there is no, um, there's no sovereignty in your nation. There is no security in your community. And we are seeing that on a big way as we see people out there because with a lot of these organized crimes come fentanyl, comes uh, drugs. And with that comes a lot of people who then, who normally might be low level people as far as being able to earn a living, but they could earn a living 
but they're out there bombed out of their mind with drugs or dying on the street and living on the street. So once you start shutting off the rule of law and you start to say that you will will make you follow this rule, you know, you're going to you're going to have to quit using your toaster and have only electric uh, units. But we will let in anybody we want to let in, and they can do whatever they need to do to pay back their debts because we're an open society. In fact, we're going to be a sanctuary. You may have all that, but you will not have peace. You will not have justice. And we have to really start to have that dialogue with our kids on how to survive in an unfair world. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16, I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at three o'clock on AM 590. The answer. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. 
Well, thank you folks for letting me rail on. I'm just, uh, I'm kind of beside myself as I uh, kind of get out of my bunker here and go out into the real world. And especially when you go over to the real world of Los Angeles, you say to yourself, I can't believe that we live so close and yet our lives are so different. And it really, by the way, makes me appreciate the law enforcement and the uh, the district attorneys and uh, and the uh, city council that we have, the, the board of supervisors to combat crime in our area. It isn't perfect. I don't know if you like them or you don't like them, but I am grateful when you go into uh, what looks like a third world country, which is only 45 miles away, uh, all of a sudden you look at it and you think, oh my, where is this headed? Well, here's what I came around in, in my thinking. I'm going to just share with you. I am just sickened by watching all the, I just will hardly bring myself to watch the evening news, regardless of which side of the aisle you're on. There is nothing about leadership going on out there. There is nothing about finding the good in others. Having spent a week with first responders who put their lives on the line, who really, really care, who work very long hours, especially those emergency room nurses. Oh my gosh. They, they share with me some of the stuff they see. And I think we need to look around and realize those people that are really the root of our society uh, those people that are are like the structure that gives us the kind of uh, of uh, society that most of us want to live in. I think this is an important conversation to have with your teenagers. You know, it is an unfair world. It is. And uh, they're going to live in probably the most unfair world you've ever seen because their world is controlled now by technology and that means that we, I think, need to double down on the hard conversations with our kids. I'll tell you that I've done a lot of training in schools, and most of our kids want to be leaders. And uh, I think to them, what kind of world are they going to, even if, they're, even if they're only a sophomore or junior, what kind of world are they going to graduate into? I mean, if you think about our world, everything about our world is now uh, controlled by social media. If we move into this cryptocurrency, which I, I think is inevitable, we've been it's been uh, a long time in coming. I've watched it. I've been watching about seven, eight years. And uh, China three years ago introduced the digital yuan, and there's something called BRIC, the British, or excuse me, um, Brazil and Russia. Uh, India and China are putting together their own cryptocurrency to counterbalance the U.S. Uh, currency, the U.S. dollar, uh, and they're putting gold against it with the idea of taking down the U.S. And uh, because one of the reasons we have such a, a wonderful lifestyle is that everything around the world is based on the U.S. dollar, but they have been, uh, uh, you know, working together to take that away. Um, I often talk about the fact that I've been studying Chinese money laundering and they've taken over pretty much the money laundering for the Mexican cartel. They've joined forces. When you when you see a illegal pot grow in your area, and by the way, what do you watch for? Watch it. Know your neighborhood, folks. 
you know, know all the houses in your neighborhood. If you have a house in your neighborhood that's a rental, pay attention. Do you know the landlord? How do you get acquainted with them if you don't? Who is renting that property? Who's moving in? Are the windows closed off? Uh, do people come and go late at night? It doesn't look like a family. If you see something like that uh, of going in and out, what you'll what you should do is notify your local law enforcement in a non-emergency number to pay attention because what you're seeing is a lot of illegal pot girls that are funded by a lot of your illegal sex programs. And a lot of it has to do with both the Chinese and the Mexican cartels. Now, let me make something very clear. I know a lot of Chinese people and I know a lot of Mexican people and they're lovely, lovely people. But I'm talking about organized crime moving into your community and these are a way of taking advantage of people. Your child is going to be raised in an unfair world because your child is going to be controlled and accessed through social media. If this digital currency goes out, like they're talking about, one of the reasons why people want digital currency is they can track everything you buy, everything you look at, everything that you rent, every movie that you do, and they not only track it, then they feed you back, this is called artificial intelligence, everything that uh, you already have shown an interest in or anything they want to influence you with. And so that gives outside agencies a huge leverage in influencing our children. And so I think that we got to start today. And this is very, very important that you set your child down and you explain to them they are going to grow up in an unfair world. And it's up to them. And I believe teaching kids character is absolutely critical if your child is not going to end up being exploited. Because just like, just like you're seeing with these deep fakes, uh, that these kids, they need to understand that now people can be accused of things that they're absolutely not guilty of. And they need to be able to come in with grace and help people who have become victimized in that kind of thing, rather than joining with everybody at the school and putting them down. I think we also have to talk about the fact that in a lot of your video games, you know, is there justice? Is it fair? Is it accurate? Uh, is, it, uh, is there strength of character? Because I believe that we've got to teach our kids leadership. I don't know how long we're going to word this is all going to end as we watch all the leadership uh, in our in our uh, country literally be a, a situation that we don't want our kids to grow up in. But here's what I do know. As long as there are kids, you can talk and you can make decisions and you can have a relationship with your child where you talk about you don't always see justice. Many people experience injustice, and we're seeing that in our society, some at the highest level. But what is important here is that strength of character. Every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you get character. And it's really more important when you go to bed at night and only you and God are able to see what you're all about that you can be proud of who you are and what you do. You know, if you get a kid that's taking a shortcut, trying to take advantage of somebody else, you know, taking a, 
uh, a quick get easy kind of scheme or just because everybody else is going into a place to rob it and they think that's cool, then you're going to have a kid that will pay a price at some point because it is those kids that will end up being victimized. That's how it works out there. It is not a fair world, and I believe it's going to become even more unfair as we get into social media, as other people can deliver their points of view, whether they're honest or not, whether the information is factual or not. We really have to teach our kids to pay attention to what is right and what is honorable, and that integrity is the greatest gift you can give yourself as an individual. When you start taking shortcuts, when you start rearranging the laws and say, you follow this one, but you don't have to follow that one, uh, our society is going to pay a price for that. And I believe that with all my heart. So you may or may not agree with me. You have that uh, opportunity. No problem. You can always write to me at millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. I'm about to go on vacation, so I may not write back right away, but I do write back. Uh, and I welcome what you have to say there. I appreciate each and every one of you. I know the people that follow me and kids, and they're like the first responders that we trained over there in Pasadena. These are people that want to do what's right, and they want their families to do what's right, and they want their families to be able to grow up in a world that they can be proud of, that has opportunity, that has fairness, and that has the rule of law. And we're not going to get there if we continue to bend and manipulate and change and, and disregard the rule of law. You will never be able to live in a world if you keep breaking all the rules. You won't live in a world that you can be proud. The world will be broken. You break the rules, you break the world. And it's that simple, folks. I just wanted to share with you. Thank you so much for sharing and listening to me and let me share. Uh, it's an interesting time in our society. Please pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. I'd appreciate it if you'd pray for me as I get to go on vacation. I appreciate each and every one of you that support this uh, business and support our work. I couldn't do this work without you. You make a donation at millionkids.org. Folks, you have a great week. Put your arms around your family. Let them know how proud you are of them. I'll see you when I get back. You guys take care. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com.